gonna say you're lying, but I'm the one who's lying. Boom. Welcome to These Are Words. I'm your number one host, Asher Coker. And what's your name? My name is Lance. I'm the number three host because I'm humble. Nice. Lance. No, you're Lance. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Logan the middle child. That makes sense because we were just talking about being mean boys. And I'm also actually the middle child in my family. Yeah. No, wait. No, you're not. Yeah, Why would I lie about that? You have like five siblings. Yep. Two older brothers and two younger sisters. That's four. That. <laughs> There's Logan. There's five of us. Nick. <laughs> Madison, some there's another girl, and then there's Blake, and then another Blake. There's right? another Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the other Blake? Blake's the girl, <laughs> and your older brother. So now there's three Blakes. Yep. It's a crazy family. <laughs> <sighs> well, we've been told that we verbally punch each other, so let's try to be nice this time, guys. No. Okay. Mostly Logan. To me and Lance. That's not true. I want you to be nice to us. Yeah. No, because <laughs> the thing is, before the podcast started, you guys were the meanest you've ever been. I don't think that's true. Yeah, that's absolutely not even close to true. <laughs> I'm just going to plead with all of our listeners to believe me instead of the two of you. Because I want everyone to know that Logan showed up here this morning in a terrible mood and there was nothing we could have done about it. Not true. Yeah, true. I, I'll take part of the blame. I won't. You, if you, you do take, anything, if you take half. I'll take half. That leaves another half for Lance. I'm not taking it. He's not taking it. There's, so. th- there's fifty percent out there. Me. That doesn't surprise me. I didn't do anything. This is the last podcast for real this time. I almost left. I know. I when I was setting up the camera, I almost left. It would have been actually funny if you did, but then also frustrating. But what are you guys are going to say? Like, Logan got mad and left? Like, Absolutely. That makes me look like I'm 12 years old. <laughs> don't think you're getting off the hook for that. Oh, man. Oh, we didn't even start the camera. Oh, no. Well, this well can I guess just we're be... just not going to do it. Well, this can just be black Dang space it. on the video, and <laughs> they can hear us. I can't believe it. Well, while you're Technical turning the camera on, <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we tell everybody what we're talking about today? Yeah, let's do it. First is basketball. Yeah. Obviously, one of my favorites. <laughs> Women's Olympic basketball. No. I can't wait. No. A lot of great athletes. No. We're going to talk about kids playing a game and how much I care about it. College boys. basketball is my favorite. Basketball boys. That's what we call this section. The basketball boys. We're clanking microphones. Clanking. Oh, I didn't move it back. Bear with us, it's everyone. Okay. It's okay. Um, basketball. Oh, man. We're going to talk about what... Can you hear that? Yes, I can hear it. (laughs) Everyone can hear it, and now they can see it. (laughs) It, It's all thanks to you. Oh, my gosh. Good. Uh, We're going to talk about what the Christians mean when they say, when we say, in the world, not of the world. Mm, It's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say we. I do. And then we're going to play a fun game at the end. (laughs) That's true. We're not sure how it's going to go yet but I think it's going to be silly. Whatever happens with it, we would love feedback because we've definitely never done anything like it before. There's literally no way to get feedback. Like we're not sending any signal out into any speakers to generate feedback into these microphones. I just wanted to let everyone rest at ease. (laughs) 
<laughs> Put your minds at ease, people. Rest at ease. This I know, is why I, I were, almost left. These I know are they the, were suffering. These are the bare necessities Wait, of life. Yes. This is why I almost left. What? Because I didn't get you. You didn't think I got you a water? Because, uh, yeah, I didn't. Think <laughs> I got you that water before you got here. So before you were even in my house. Dang. I loved you. Wow. Nice. Lance, tell me about basketball. Yeah. So um, I guess this conversation is going to be mostly for me because. <laughs> no, I'm in. I mean, you care about it, but like I care about it, you know? You think you're better than me? No, not better than you. Just different. Wow. Um, Definitely different. College basketball so far this season has been really strange because there's like every year there's at least like one or two like clear cut like these are this is these are like the best two teams like even like, if they lose one or two along the way like they're good. Obviously, Kentucky's going to win. Obviously, Duke's going to win. It's all I hear about. But, but not mine's this year. Actually, logical. Heck no, not this year. Heck no. <laughs> You're doing great, man. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this year, um, the the here's the burning question for college basketball. Is, I love this question. Is every team re, is every team bad? That's why everybody loses. Or is everybody pretty good and the quality of teams have improved so that no one is really that clear cut of a winner? I'm leaning towards that one because I've watched a lot of college basketball in my day and there are some really quality players on teams this year that have never been good, not even historically, and there have been some teams that like have skid a little bit and then they like pulled it together. Just recently, Ohio State, who is, has been considered bad. Buckeyes. Right. Uh, knocked off the number one team in the country, Michigan State. They're still number one, though, right? Uh, they just beat them. No, I think Villanova. But they, but they didn't go up in ranking. No, no, no. They went down to number four. Villanova. Michigan State did? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. What That's a time crazy. to be alive. They're such a balanced team, you know? <laughs> like, there's not a whole lot that Michigan State doesn't do exceptionally well. So. That's true. I know. <laughs> I know a lot of things about basketball <laughs> that I may or may not have just read on my phone. Do you but have a favorite player on Michigan State? On team? Michigan State? No, I do not. I, I do not have a favorite player. <laughs> it's a team effort. There's, that's why they're so balanced. And the coaching, the the coaching staff is good too. How many coaches are there in basketball? <laughs> a few. Because <laughs> on on football, in football, oh, there's a bunch of football coaches. A lot, lots, a lots of football coaches. Yeah, not that so, many in basketball. Mm-hmm. Is there a special teams coach in basketball? Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. Okay, you don't need that. They run the dime. Michigan State runs the nickel. Basketball is great because you play the no. same game the whole time. Basketball the same way. is only the nickel all the time. Five players. Basketball. It's my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> Gosh. I keep it so fresh on the microphone. It's like no interruption when the game's on. Game's on. Really? It's like <laughs> slam dunk. I take it to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley-oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give Please and go. It's basketball. Bow wow. Let's go. Good oh my gracious. God. What was it? Alley-oop is my favorite shot? Uh, it said uh, my favorite play is alley-oop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Is that really considered a play in basketball? I guess. Uh, bow wow. cool. Little bow wow said it. I mean, like the, the terminology there is a little questionable, but he's just bow wow now, right? I guess it is a play. Yeah. I it's not a play that I the same way that football plays. I don't play. know how I remember every word to that. Me neither, because I only remember the first two lines, and then you just kept going. I was like, oh, this is like hearing it for the first time. <laughs> when I played junior pro basketball when I was seven years old, <laughs> seven, eight, and nine years old, I only played. Uh, three years but there's this one play we would do where you know i would be about to throw the ball in to mm-hmm. somebody whoever yeah. was open and i would take the ball and i would slap it really hard with my other hand Pop! and then everyone would start moving around to different positions i knew where they were going to go but the other team did not <laughs> and that's why the play works so well <laughs> that's genius and I, I was, wish that you would sign up to be like a rec league basketball coach. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, kids. Oh my um, gosh. And and you all seriously need to remind me to like post this picture later if I can find it. Please do. Like my parents probably have it. Yeah. It was me as like a six year old playing on the Celtics team. Mm. We were the Celtics. We had green jerseys. And the shorts were like way too short in like jersey <laughs> material. I didn't like that. Where were you playing? Ball camp, primary school. Nice. <laughs> I have a, I have a picture of when I one of the years I played upward, which were a lot. But I was this was two thousand one. I was seven. Any of you honest Christians out there would admit to playing upward basketball? <laughs> Dude, upward was the greatest. I hate that you immediately brought back honest Christian. That's the name of our podcast going forward. Um, we're going to need a new logo, by the way. Um, there's a picture of me from Upward that I have a, just a straight-up mullet. Like, you can't call it anything else. It is a mullet. Why my parents let me have it, I still don't know, and it still pisses me off. I love it. Straight mullet. <laughs> What's the problem? It's a mullet. That's the problem. <laughs> if you if you could have a mullet now, would you? Yes. I, I then why is it a would. problem? Because it's different. I didn't have a choice. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I was six. I mean, were they yeah, telling you, you it's cool? Probably. Yeah, Lance. I just assumed yeah, my little, parents loved me. And yeah, wouldn't. little Lance boy. It's cool. It's a cool hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't said like that, but that was the joke. No, I'm pretty I've, sure yeah. that's exactly how Jackie talks. <laughs> I've heard I've heard your mother Jackie talk before. It's exactly like that. And it's pretty much every time little Lance boy. <laughs> <laughs> she taught me Sunday schools. That's true. She didn't teach me about having a mullet though. So <laughs> missed opportunity there. Missed opportunities. You trying to think if I've had a life lesson from your mom that's as valuable as that. What, Sunday There's, school or having a mullet? Yes. There's not a chance. <laughs> there is nothing else. Or even a life lesson, period. Desert Island with two life lessons. That's all I need. How to grow a mullet. I can't grow a mullet anymore. I'm so sad. I had one once, though. You can grow a mullet. I you can, can grow, grow a skullet. A mean... That's not funny. <laughs> you can... <It's> a skullet. <laughs> skullet is where you're bald up top, but then you have the mullet. Yes, that's even that's better. That's better. That's a. I feel like you would have like magical powers or something. What do they say about mullets? It's a, a business up front and party, and party in the back. In the back. Skullet's like 
stay at home every night all week and you might go out on a Friday or a Saturday with your wife. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have a wife. If you had a skull, <laughs> Lindsay's <laughs> leaving. <laughs> Scientists don't need to take that. That's true. Scientists yeah. won't settle for skullets. <laughs> Scientists are really good looking these days. Actually, just one of them that I know. Who? So, Lindsay. Oh. Bill Nye is aging very well, by the way. <laughs> no. He's, he's can, like judge. Can we actually consider him a scientist, though? No. Nobody considers him a scientist. Like, I know anymore. he does like science things and he's like has a college That's degree like or whatever. Mythbusters but... was like. <laughs> Scientist. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Nye just pours the liquids into the beakers. <laughs> Remember the Sorry. he created the tornado in the thing? Right. That's not science. Which anyone can do. Yeah. But he was kind of showing Bill everybody. Bill Nye's a fraud. He was showing everybody that anyone can do science. So No, he's doing all the YouTube magic tricks. Yeah. From science. Mm-hmm. What? Just before YouTube. Like how to build a volcano. Kind of. For your science fair. Or the tornado. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like or you don't beakers. actually have to know anything. These are just like funny things you can do with science equipment. Right. No like risk. Everyone no risk. has to do the science fair. Here's something you can do to get by. Yeah. And it sucks for everybody. Thanks. Thanks, Bill Nye, for what you really didn't Bill, do. Bill, 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 Bill. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> what was that from? It was the theme song uh, from Bo the show. Burnham and Pete oh, Holmes. Oh, Bill Burnham and Pete Holmes. They kept high-fiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so... Asher, based on what you've read on your phone in the last like nineteen or so hours, <laughs> who do you who if you had to pick one team to win win it all this year? I already told you, sleeper Gonzaga. You think that Gonzaga is, is going to win? Gonzaga. Can we can we bet each? Sorry, no, because last time we bet, I won, and you guys and never. Prissy no, didn't this pay one's up. real. This Nobody one's real. paid me my dollar. This one That's is real. Including Prissy. I am proposing my- a real bet here. Okay. What's the bet? <coughs> Taco Bell. Okay. We for bet, the winner? We, we bet Taco no, no, Bell no, no, for the no, winner. No, no, no. Listen. But I should get Taco Bell for US Open then. We'll talk that about that later because soccer's over for the year, obviously. It doesn't come back again till the fall. Tennis. <laughs> Tennis. Tennis. <laughs> that was an honest mistake. I that don't believe well, There's that also, a, there's also a golf US Open you. too. Yeah, but soccer's it's not even. I know. I'm just saying, like, you picked the one sport, like, in between the two that it could No, no, no. Been. We can't do Taco Bell because you you can like eat the entire franchise. Okay. Yeah. $5 limit. Taco oh, Bell for the winner. Perfect. Fine. That's or fine. or $5 fill up. No, like the $5 thing. box yeah. is good. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. fine. And $5 you're you're picking Gonzaga. Up. Are you sure you want to stay with that pick? Yeah, my favorite thing about it's not a good one. My favorite thing about Gonzaga, Gonzaga is that it's also a type of cheese, I think. Gonzaga cheese. You're thinking of Gorgonzola. You're making it up. Uh, you can check me on it. All right. I'll look it up. You're picking Duke. Uh, no, I want to hear yours first. <laughs> I'm picking Kentucky. Uh, I pick obviously. Duke. <laughs> I picked Duke. Why would I pick against my team? Because you're a bad fan. Sleeper. Wait. Gonzaga. If I, was a, if I were a bad fan, I w- would have picked against my team. Right. But yep. I didn't. So I'm not a bad fan. So you shocked me, but I expected you to be a bad fan. I pick Kentucky every year. No, you don't. Last Except year. for 2013 when they didn't make the tournament. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Do you uh, two... Let's see. Two years ago, you picked... <clears throat> in 2015, you picked Duke. Sure didn't. Because did. that was the year we went undefeated into the Final Four. I, I sure did didn't. Duke won. I Duke sure didn't. did win, but they yeah. didn't have to play Kentucky. I sure didn't. That's right, because they lost before they got there. 
Well, winning 38 straight games would take a toll on any child. Hey, I, I just want to I just want to describe mm. for everyone listening Are and you not justifying watching, them losing hey, in the final hey, four? Shut your mouth. Yes. Our high five just now <laughs> was like when you're jumping on a trampoline and both people hit at the same time and then you just fall over. It was a terrible high five. <laughs> you made me you stop try, talking. You want to try again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't want to try again. <laughs> you make me stop talking for that. Like um, your joggers. I'm thinking about getting some joggers. Thanks. Bree got them for me. So Duke, <laughs> Kentucky, Here's Gonzaga. The thing. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you did, you're, you're not going to win. Uh, I will let you change your pick if you want to. <laughs> we'll let you change your pick. We'll let you change your pick at the start of the tournament. Okay, that's okay. fair. When is the start of the tournament? There's a chance they don't make it. March, mid-ish March, mid-late March. Yeah. So there's 25 teams right now. That means that approximately, but not limited to, nine of those teams are going to be out of it once no. March Madness there starts. There are 64 teams in the tournament because the Sweet 16 has to start. I don't even know what you're saying anymore. He's just saying <laughs> how many he knows from basketball. <laughs> how many teams go into the 64? Technically 68. Into the grade eight? You mean mm. the elite eight? <laughs> 68 to start. Then it goes to 64. Then it goes to 32. Then 16. Then eight. Then four. Then two. Then one. Listen, I can do the math. Okay. Are you sure? I can, I can do the math. <laughs> But they're missing a huge opportunity by not saying great eight because elite eight sounds stupid. But it's it's for the alliteration. The alliteration? No, the alliteration. <laughs> That's not okay. a word. You don't get a high five for that. That's unbelievable. I was going to ruin the high five and then you took it away from me anyways. So, so I ruined it. It's okay. Look, high five for that. As a college basketball fan, I, I really <laughs> am enjoying this season. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that it's it's week to week because everybody's really good, and I, I like that. I think it's also good for the kids, except <laughs> for Kentucky. What are you guys at now? Like twenty? We went down to twenty one, I think, or something like that. Let me see. Dang. Uh, yeah, twenty one. What about West Virginia? I cannot believe we lost to NC State. I can. They beat you last year. History repeated itself. I don't. I don't, didn't forget. Um. What did you All just right, say? So, real quick, Lance. Oh, no, I was about to say something. I'm going to run through some teams. I want you to give your first thought in like five words or less. Five words or less. Okay. And then I'll go. <laughs> Villanova. Balanced. I'm just going to try okay, to stick one with one word, word. One word. Yeah. Balanced. Uh, Michigan State. Balanced. Offense. <laughs> um, West Virginia. Bald. Javon Carter is bald. <laughs> hey, that's not funny, man. Uh, Purdue. Chicken. Boring. Ooh, I like that one. I agree. Virginia. Boring defense. But they are. They're holding so teams to 56 at- points per game. 52. 52. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so good at defense. Um, that's the only, they don't even have an offense. They don't need one. Nobody can score against them. <laughs> All they have to do is score like one more point than the other team and they win. Yeah, plus they say uh, a good offense is a good defense. I'll come back to that one. Uh, Wichita State. Stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kansas. There's no place like home. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech. Good. <laughs> okay. They're good. They're never yeah. good. Yeah, they're good. No, they're good. 
Cincinnati. Boring. Bengals. Okay. I'm going to um, use that for a lot of teams. Duke. York. Young. Oh, I like that one. I agree. Of York. There's Grayson Allen, then there's a bunch of 16-year-olds. Yeah, Duke can beat anybody. Or lose or to anybody. Or lose to anybody. <laughs> yeah. That is the mark of a young team. Yeah, and I mean, not. Same to, I'm not Kentucky. trying to get at you, but that's literally like, you know better than anybody. Because that's oh, yeah. been Kentucky for the past eight years. Ten. Has it been that long? This is 10th season for Calipari. Wow. Which means 10 seasons of freshmen. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Cal- Kyle Perry. <laughs> I can't wait for the rule to change. I hate it. <laughs> to what? To straight to the NBA or do they Either, have to stay longer? I, I Both. I wish they would stay longer. No, we I say, talked about this before. If you're good enough to go, go. If you are not good enough to go to the NBA, you have to play at least two years. Kobe. If you make them all go to college for three years, they will all, or college basketball will be way better. Yeah, sure. The The quality of play would be better, but like you just, you can't make that decision but based also, on okay, college basketball. Okay, think about this. Before, I, before they made that rule for yeah. like one year, um, Think about how many... like a ton of people that went to the, straight to the NBA. That's what I'm saying. It would wean out the field. Yeah. All of these <laughs> freshmen that like... It's a funny word. It is a funny word. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Think about like... Okay, they changed the rule in 2008? Seven? I have no idea. No, 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 no. Like, much earlier than that. Mm. Because wasn't... Dwight Howard went straight to the NBA in 2006. And he was one of the last ones to go before they changed the rule, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. I thought that LeBron went in, in 2003. Yeah, I thought that it was 2007 or something because Maybe. I thought Kevin Durant was the first class that had to go to college. Oh, I think you're and right. That was 2000. It was 2007. Seven. Yeah, you're right. Do you think he would say that he's a better player or a better <clears throat> person for that? Probably not. Probably not. No. He's pretty. One year is nothing. They're, like it's it's only hurting college basketball. You just but think it's a waste of time because them sending them or sending them to college or waiting until they're nineteen, pretty much. Um, none of them are staying in school, so like yeah. you're, there's no incentive. It's one year. That's why if, if you want them, if the actual goal is to make them like an incentive of like, hey, you should like go to school because it's yeah, important. Three mm-hmm. years football does it. Totally. And I, I think football does it because of developmental reasons, like what you've convince me of but um i'm being serious yeah. but um but still you're you've got three years under your belt and you can get a degree in three years yeah even even as a or, student athlete or even think about this if you've got three years under your belt and then you go play like you've you're, got one year left that you can do in your off season you could do it online or yeah like larry fitzgerald did his uh i think all of college while he was in the nfl mm-hmm or I guess the rest of it because he had to go for yeah. some. But I he like know. just finished his degree. Yeah, like two years ago or something like that. Yeah, because they did a commercial about it. Yeah, which I mean I don't blame him. It's great yeah. marketing. But um, yeah. So for basketball, it's only hurting because nobody's thinking. Well, I'm here for. They're not even halfway done. Yeah, freshman year's nothing. You take prerequisites. It's yeah. high school. It's stupid again for a year. The one and done is going to change soon. You think the NBA? Like committee met already once this year about changing the rule to what did they? They didn't. Nobody just said just changing. Something the, will change. All they said. All Adam Silver was the one who said it, and he just said that we're we're meeting about 
the one and done problem, I think is what he called it. Gotcha. So we'll see. We can hop off basketball, but if you're if you're not somebody who watches college basketball, give it a chance. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean and bounce at the bounce end, the idea around in your head. Like a basketball. No. No, no, no. No. Volleyball. I don't know what you're talking about. Tennis ball. <laughs> Golf ball. What's the bounciest ball in sports? Ooh. Probably ball. a golf racket ball. ball. Racket ball. You think you bounce a racket ball higher than a golf ball off of like a hardwood no. surface? I don't know. Because yeah, golf balls like if it's fly. wood, if it's a wood, definitely golf. If it's wood surface, yeah, racket ball. No, they don't bounce off that so much. Really? Concrete. Golf balls. Heck yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. I've got a golf ball in the truck. I'm not. I'm not gonna make a joke. What? About the way that you say golf. Golf? Like the Gulf of Mexico. It's like, the only place to play. <laughs> I'm busy. In the, the pan. I'm busy. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about our uh, spirituality topic for today? Yeah, I like I think our, that's a good one. I like our spirituality topic because it could go a lot of different ways. So, uh, Spirituality. You didn't do the sports thing. <laughs> I know. I let you off the hook today. I Great. felt like there was a lot of animosity between us all. I figured I'd just sit that one, sit this like one. You out. didn't want it to well up in me as well. Yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. handle one mad friend, maybe not two. So, in in the world, not of the world, is a little bit, actually, a big bit of a gray area for Christians. So, what I wanted to start by saying, or start talking about, or start the topic off with, is um, like, what does it mean to you, Lance, to be in the world? not of the world. I would say that to me, it's always been, I don't know. I think I kind of take, take that as at kind of the surface level Mm -hmm. and maybe I can unpack it more for myself, but like in speaking in generality, like we are in this world. We just are, you know, like, okay. Unless we're in the matrix. Right. Very possible. Sure. We are in this world. <clears throat> wow, <you> but, okay. <laughs> no, getting choked up. But um, <laughs> not not being of this world <laughs> means that we are called to live by a different standard. Yeah, that's kind of how I would put it for myself. Right. So, like, I live here. I have to because this is where I am. <clears throat> but that being said, I I adhere to a certain set of standards and morals. You have a that, specific set of skills. Right. That too. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like Logan. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you. You're pretty easy to find, because Lance can find you on his phone. That's true. That is true. Every Friday morning. Every Friday morning when <laughs> Logan says, I'm not even on the way yet. <laughs> and Lance he's passing puppy you. zone. <laughs> I love puppy zone. I hate That's puppy I zone. Late. Those puppies look so sad. They do. They're it's because all drugged. They, they drug them. Oh. Yeah, it's, that place shouldn't exist. Let's talk about that. No. <laughs> Anyways, that that would <laughs> no. be my, my short version. Yeah, I like that. I live here because I have to, like <laughs> in this world. I didn't choose that. But <laughs> Would you live somewhere else? Heaven? You go straight course, to heaven? Totally. Take me up. Do you know anybody who you would say... God would just take them straight up to heaven instead of leaving them on earth till they die. My mom. Yeah. 
and just see it yeah. happening. Yeah, Sweet I would I'd believe that. If I if saw you my said, mom <laughs> just take a chariot ride straight up to the pearly gates, I would not be surprised. Yeah, if <laughs> she's the if best. We, if we were at your house like, the next time and she was just suddenly just started going up, <laughs> even through the house, not even mad, I would be like. <laughs> Good on you, mom. <laughs> that's that's about it. Well done. We'll take care of the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> you think that God's fire just burns a hole oh, in yeah. my house? Straight down. And we're left to fix it. Like, hey, there's consequences for going straight up to heaven. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I like your explanation, though, in the world, not of the world. But I wanted to talk specifically about, like, the way this has manifested itself in conversations I've had with people. What is, are we at? Ooh, we're at, like, we got a minute. Let me explain this real quick and then we'll change it over. Okay. Just to leave a little cliffhanger. So, um, mostly this has manifested itself in what people watch because there's so mm. many things to watch. And I feel like everyone's treading this fine line between, you know, I'm in the world and I want to be aware of what's out there mm-hmm. as far as comedy specials and TV shows and movies, but I don't want to be of the world because I don't want the negative parts of those things to seep into the way I live. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a minute. So you're saying that you think one of the biggest ways, if not the biggest way that this has manifested itself is in what people watch. Yes. I think you're definitely right. And again, this is specific to people that are saying like, Hey, I'm a Christian. Yeah. For those listening, I think I honestly think that it's so different for like person to person. Absolutely, because I can watch like last week when you're talking about like favorite standups, and right. I said it's so bad, and you're like being honest, Christian. I was talking about Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah, obviously I didn't know the entire <laughs> thing around him, but like that standup, like it just doesn't really affect me. Like it, like I don't know. Like I just don't really. It doesn't really bother me. Um, just to be completely honest, like language has never really bothered me. Right. And maybe it's just because of the way that like what I've been exposed to. Um, but same thing with like alcohol or like, I don't know, like bad movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like it's just, and it's not like I'm just watching all this trash. Right. But like what I'm saying is like, it just doesn't really, um, Like it change the way I live. Like it doesn't really ever sink in. Okay. I guess. Like I don't know. Like you I don't, don't know if it's bad or not. You don't feel like it sticks with you. You're not leaving. You're you don't get up from watching Louis C.K. stand up, thinking like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, obviously you're probably well, not. Gonna I guess what I'm trying to say is bad, n- none but... of that stuff ever really inspires me. Yeah. Right. right. Like it never really like moves me to like do something. Right. Or not do something. Like if you play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> right. You're not gonna. You're probably not gonna go like do something Shoot crazy somebody on in the, the back of the head and then take their car. <laughs> Hopefully, right. right. I don't know. That's kind of what just, I was gonna say. Was like the. I think the hardest thing to do is to know where that boundary is. Right. Because on I'm, a personal level. like I know. For example, like Game of Thrones is a huge divisive TV show in in Christian community, but like there's two sides to the argument there. There's the, we'll, we'll call it the Christianese side of the argument mm. where it's like, okay, there's nudity in this show. There's tons of language. 
and the entire show is based around people who do literally terrible things. That's their argument. The other argument is this is a fantasy TV show, so it's not real. It's not real characters. Uh, it's it's a period piece in, that's set in a fantasy world, which means there are no rules or boundaries for how these people can live and act, and it's also just telling a story. So like somewhere in the middle there is where Christians have to decide, okay, well, uh, and especially for men, if I see a naked woman, like, does that image stick with me in a way that is going to be harmful for future relationships? Because it very well could. Right. And I'm, I'm not advocating either way for, for watching the show. Cause I agree with Logan. I think it's, it's case a great, case. it's a great area yeah. for person to person. <clears throat> you have to be careful with that argument though, because once somebody decides that for themselves, like, okay, well, it's up for me to decide. I think selfishly, it's really easy to convince yourself that something is okay, even when it really isn't. Because if you don't put too much thought into it, you're more likely to just keep watching it or reading it or listening to it or whatever it is. And you won't know that it's a problem until later when it becomes a problem. Right. Yeah. I so get you just that. have to, you have to be yeah, careful because, you know, if, if somebody, especially, I think especially as you, the younger you are, the worse that is. Because if I was 15 and I watched Game of Thrones, it would be so bad. Oh, yeah. And I know that because I remember being 15 and the way that, the way that I was experiencing life and, uh, you thinking about naked ladies all day. Well, I, honestly, yes. I mean, like I was, I was growing into like a man's body, and uh, well, someone may would call it that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. But you know, like I just remember when I was, you know, around that age, or maybe a little bit younger. But like pornography was something that was really affecting my life, and not even just mine, but the people around me. Right. And if I was also watching a TV show that was more or less, I don't want to say promoting pornography because I don't think it is, but there's naked people in the show. And when I see a naked person, it makes me think about how free porn is on the internet. And then like, that's, that's a terrible rabbit trail to go down. So that's why I look with art that I think, which I think it is with art that could be viewed as salacious or, you know, whatever, like I'm, I'm not going to recommend it to somebody because I, I don't know their personal boundaries. I don't know their history. I don't know what their triggers are for mm-hmm. sinful actions and so that's, for me, that's the thing that I think about probably before I think about myself. Right. So if, and, and I have watched Game of Thrones, just to be an honest Christian, mm-hmm. as you would say. Uh, <laughs> I think it's incredible storytelling. I think it's incredible art. Uh, just the way it's created and portrayed is unbelievable. Do I think that everyone should watch it? Absolutely not. Right. No way. And right. I don't think that's a problem. I think Christians are trying too hard to... <laughs> write the rule book, you know, <laughs> right. for everybody. And you just can't do that. As if there is a rule book. Yeah. You just, yeah, yeah. We, ha- we already have a rule book. It's called the Bible. The Bible doesn't say don't watch Game of Thrones. I really don't want to call the Bible a rule book. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree you're, with that. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Right. But, but you get Stop. my point. Like, we already have guidelines for our standards and morals and principles. Yeah. We don't, Stories in the Bible can point us to the way we should live i'm so and the way that we should make a purpose and the way that we should make decisions about living in this world right it's all we've already got it yeah Yeah. because so go ahead go ahead real quick game of thrones for me is like absolute no-go yeah can't can't watch it because those images will stick with me and that's like not good for me personally so i've i've realized that about myself and i think along with that uh, a real churchy word that we probably never even use anymore is accountability like i 
it, real accountability is just talking to people about like what's going on with you personally. Mm-hmm. I think it can be boiled down to just that. So, so I've had a lot of these conversations with people and just yeah. said like, you know, I can't watch that. There are a lot of things like really dark things that I can't watch anymore. Like Breaking Bad is one that we watch a lot of it together. Mm-hmm. I cannot go back and watch that now because it is really? like it, it affects me like my dreams, my sleep, like the way I walk around, like how Logan, you were saying, watching a stand up with foul language or horrible ideas in it or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 because no, I want to explain myself you. better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like that's not going to stick with you and, you know, cause you to like change know. my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Make decisions I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah but, but if I watch Breaking Bad now, I think it would because I started trying to watch Ozark, which is a very dark show. Mm-hmm. And like one or two episodes in, I was like, my, my brain, like my mind, my spirit can't handle this. So, okay. Here's the thing I wanted to say. It's too dark. Because <laughs> I think that it just made me sound like, Oh, none of it's a big deal. And like, that's totally no, not that's, what I'm that's saying. That's not how I took it. What? Okay, good. Um, but really what I want to go back to, I guess, where it like the difference of like in the world, not other world for mm-hmm. me, like when things get dark, like either like depressing or um, just mean, like terrible, terrible things. Like just like I'm trying to describe the darkest I can get with before it like really starts to like settle. Um, Serial season one is about as dark as it can get for me. Like, and it's not even really that dark, but whenever like, Uh, like if I start to hear like, okay, I've seen breaking bad as well. mm -hmm. I think it would, I think it would mess with me as well now too, because like whatever, like rape and murder and like, just like terrible, terrible things happening. Right. Like they like really stick with me. And I think about it yeah. like for a really long time. And then I start to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, is this going to happen like to me or people or like to I know? somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it like, it does actually affect me. Right. So what's weird and what's kind of an anomaly, I think for me is like, I can hear if it's a true story, it like, hurts me but like if i watch like uh a horror movie like it's never going to touch me but if that same fictional movie has those like okay like murder in a movie i'm like okay that's like as long as it's not like hitting too close to home i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know but like for some reason and maybe it's just because it just disturbs me to my like core like watching a movie where there's either like rape or like pedophilia or molestation. Like it just like it, I can't watch it. It bothers me. It makes me want to cry. Yeah. And it's just too, too much for me. And so I can't ever, never, never really handle it. Um, and there may be people that really can, but then like they hear like some like bad language or quotations around that bad, because we could talk about that some other time. (laughs) And then that's Um, the thing that they like, can't they handle because yeah. it makes them go cuss. Yeah, or whatever, or, what I, or it makes them yeah in the same spot. I mean, I get sure, it. Sure, but it, that's just it's never really been that for me. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Like, I just didn't want it to sound like I would just was like passing everything oh, yeah. off as like yeah. not a big deal. Like, there's there are some things that strike a nerve. Like, it's either it either doesn't touch me or if it hits a nerve, like it's like it shakes me. Yeah. like for a while. Right. So, I think that. 
but going back, and I think we've said this on the podcast as well. Um, it's so like you have to be so careful with like how you express that or whatever, right. because like yeah. I've never talked about like alcohol or language or anything on the podcast before. And it's not because we're like, or I'm uh, like ashamed of it, but like it can also cause some other people like some real harm. Right. Absolutely. Right. Um, because everything's, everybody's got their struggle and that doesn't mm -hmm. mean you don't talk about it because we're not trying to not offend people. We're just also trying to be very mindful to like, who we're representing right. and, that, and that ultimately ultimately is Christ. Mm. And so um, I think all of this just goes back to that. Right. So. The other thing that I, was, I thought of when you said in the world, but not of the world is like the idea that Christians sometimes will completely close themselves off from the world in a way that is unhealthy for their social interactions with right. people who aren't saved. And I think that that is just as lethal as watching something that you deem to be bad because yeah. what happens when Christians live in their bubble world, we'll call it, uh, and they, they don't know what's happening ever anywhere until a Republican runs for president. <laughs> I, I, right. I don't even feel bad saying that cause it's, it's generically true. You know, like as Christians, I think that we have to, we have to have a certain level. What did I just say? A certain level of awareness of our surroundings and True. the people that are here because those are the very same people that we are called to find and to share the gospel with. But if the only place that we go is church and home and the store, and we don't ever go anywhere and experience anything or and your meet favorite anyone, movie is fireproof. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's a sad generality, but maybe kind of true. Yeah, yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Like, who are you going to witness to? What are you even going to talk to them about? Well, where's if your only talking point is Jesus? Some most more often than not, you can't start there. Yeah, sure. and uh, call back to Hunter being here. Um, perfect example, right? Atheist who's turned Christian, and like Jesus is now like a heavy part of his life, but it was not because somebody like through every conversation was talking about Jesus. Right. Instead, every conversation was probably about tennis. Yeah. And, and honest. Yeah. I can't tell if you're being like, I, thought, you being I thought that one was serious. I uh, really, nothing. I, I actually don't know what joke I could have been making. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is there just a way that you jumped in? I thought you were just being, no, I was just saying that it was probably about tennis because that's what they did, and it was honest because the way Hunter described the guy who yeah who kind of yeah. pointed him in the direction of Jesus was yeah. an honest person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and if so, we're if we're not too careful, we can start to view people who don't believe in Jesus as like a sick person. Oh uh, yeah, like we can't oh we can't get too close because they're sick. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. Like it's the opposite. Like we have to get to those people and we have to have like things to talk about. We have to have ways to interact with those people. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you should watch game of Thrones if you're adverse to it, just so you can have it to talk about. Cause that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying as Christians, we need to at least be aware of, of what kind of world we're living in, but be really careful to, to not toe the line so far that eventually we just dip into the world and we're, we're the same as anybody else. Right. But that also doesn't mean that we can't enjoy things that are made by people that are not Christians. Oh, absolutely. Like that, 
you can't, I just, that argument does not hold up. And so like anytime, you know, we find out that like a company has donated money to Planned Parenthood or donated money to some sort of like LGBT like community or whatever, like we can't boycott these companies. Like that's the wrong answer. We have to engage with people. We have to listen to them first before we speak. And Christians at large are pretty bad at that. Right. And I think this goes back to a conversation we had quite a few podcasts ago about uh, social media and like not posting things on social media and instead like engage with people and have a conversation with someone. Just listen to people. Talk to people. Because if you're posting about like, you know, I don't watch Game of Thrones because it's sinful. Like that's just going to turn tons and tons of people away, Christian or not. Yeah. You know, because it just makes you this person who posts on Facebook. I know. And, and I've seen people post things like that. Right. And I'm just like, Ugh. and that's fine. Like it's not make, working. <laughs> make that your personal thing, but let it come out in conversation and totally. give, a, give a reason for it and be, be loving to people. Yeah. As you're talking about it. I just, there, no one Christian can speak in generalities for all Christians, unless they are quoting something <clears throat> that is directly from scripture. Sure. Yeah. You just can't. You can give your opinion when it's when it's asked for, <laughs> when it's warranted, but you can't. Nobody can decide that for everybody. You just you just can't. I know the verses in. Um, I think it's in First Peter. I know Peter's the one who's writing it, so it's either first or second. But um, it says to always have an answer for the faith that you have, or always be able to explain like why you have faith in Jesus. And it says just in a tiny snippet at the end of that verse, like only do it if someone asks you or it says like when someone asks you. So Mm. it's not saying like, Hey, go tell everybody about why you have faith. It's like, Hey, have a reason for it. And when someone asks you, give them the reason. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it is in first Peter. And that, that for me just blew out of the water. The whole, like people who stand on the street corner and like preach. Yeah. Completely ineffective. It's just not working for that reason. Totally. And, and that's in scripture. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I genuinely believe that most of those people who do that, like genuinely think they're doing something good. Like they think they're (laughs) doing the right thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They think so. so. Something I want to kind of talk about, and I'm not saying like, this is the case. I just want to see what you all think. Yeah. So, um, a lot of times whenever this conversation gets brought up, like the in the world, but not of the world, a lot of people will say, well, look at Jesus. Look at like who he's hanging out with. That's what I want to talk about. First of all, I feel like that gets used a lot. Maybe fine. I'm not saying it's not, but um, it for sure <laughs> it it's not like he was hanging out with tax collectors and um, debt collectors and the, who else did he hang out with? Fishermen. <laughs> Fishermen. <laughs> but um, and was just like, uh, so hear this story about me and like just talking about himself. <laughs> but <laughs> which I so much just to be honest want jesus to speak that way but in arabic just kind of like so um you guys heard about this guy named jesus <laughs> which may be really bad but i just think it's funny that and then he's what like he's like oh, it's telling me. a story before it's even happened <laughs> no. and then, and and then, then they crucified time? him oh my God. <laughs> and then they're like what and he's like, like and it's also world? gonna happen next week i mean he that's did- actually the conversation at the world uh last supper <laughs> It's like Jesus is the guy who like doesn't know how to bring up a tough conversation, so he just makes a joke about it. Yeah, <laughs> but 
<laughs> so, and that's another example. There's probably some people that'd be really, really like bothered by me making a joke like that. Yeah, sure, probably. But do you think Jesus is bothered by it? Uh, no. Or I wouldn't make it. Right. I would honestly not make that joke if <laughs> right. I if I thought Jesus is like you, Logan. What in the world? What the, <laughs> why? Um. So and I'm, I mean because I don't know like what, what the question, question was like positing? what what do you think what do you think he was actually talking about like because with I think people? that's the ultimate example yeah what do you think he was what do you think he was doing he's probably he's, with sh- he's probably shooting the breeze sometimes uh, yeah maybe I'd 30, say so too. 30, 40 percent so, of the time so wouldn't that Just like we do <laughs> wouldn't that be like the same model of whenever yeah. you're hanging I out I think with it, right. his disciples were his like best friends. Yeah, you know, like they probably like obviously they believed who they believed he was, who he said that he was. So they listened to what that's he said. Not, that's not even what I'm saying. No, I know. I'm just I'm getting to the point that he didn't talk about that all the time. Right. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> like the important things that he said was what's recorded in scripture. That's not the only conversations they had. Yeah. Like they spent all the time together for several years. Like you, you don't think they like told each other jokes? They or, probably asked him about being a carpenter, and he was like. Yeah, it's kind of boring. <laughs> it's just something I do to pass the time <laughs> until I go it's back like, to heaven. It's like, you know, you got to work. And they're like, yeah, yeah, Jesus. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like those, that was his community, you know, like his close friends and they all hung out together. Like there's no reason to assume that the only things that they talked about were spiritual. That's right. And so why in the world like, we think that do way. You, do we think that that's the only way to connect with people? Right. To connect with lost people. Because what what's infuriating is the conversations that people that believers will have with other believers. I say believers meaning people that like believe Christ said who he said he was. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is. Is to come. Is and is to come. Whatever. But um, <laughs> the conversations that like, Believers amongst believers will have are so different. It's almost like they're they're giving a speech or like they're um, mm. they're performing whenever they speak to lost people because they know they're lost. Right, and that conversion doesn't like ever happen. Doesn't amount and, to a conversion. I'll tell you that. And much. let's let's um oh geez <laughs> let's get really real for a minute for a thought that I've had for a long time. Oh no, are you gonna? Cuss? I think. No, you don't have to bleep it out anyways. Um, I almost said his name again, just so you'd have to bleep it. But um, I forget what. Oh, I think honestly, a big problem of that skewed, you can talk, you can tell somebody about Jesus one time and they'll come to like, say like, yes, I believe like immediately. Right. Is people traveling to third world countries and talking to the people there and then being converted right then. It is... That is great, great work. So don't, I don't hear think me it's say, true. <laughs> what do you think is true? I think they. It has to be a longer conversation, or if they're like immediately like, yeah, except that might not be real. But there has to be some follow through. Like somebody has yeah, to yeah, exactly. disciple that person. Like you don't know right. until a year from then. Are they sure. still following then? Sure. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't go like sorry. Do yeah, mission yeah, yeah. work. I'm, I'm not trying. To I'm just saying. I think that like so often in church they'll be like, yeah, we just had a team come back from like somewhere most of the time it's haiti just to like and they'll come back and be like this team just got back from haiti and they had 37 salvations and it's just like 
most churches don't see 37 salvations in a year and they hear about Jesus every week. Mm. That's so, why, that's why I think like you can't know that. That's that's a dumb stat to me, honestly. Yeah. When you got when some arbitrary at least. Yeah, you know. Exactly, cuz you don't know until a year from then. Go right. back in a year and like talk with those 37 people and yeah, yeah. Then and you that's, know. And that's what I am really happy with Faith Promise for doing, like, uh, I guess it's Promesa de Fe, uh, the Costa Rica campus. Mm-hmm. They, um, <laughs> it's in Spanish translator. Um, because there is that follow through. And like everybody needs that. Just because they live in another part of the world doesn't mean that they need what we need so desperately just because we're in a first world country. Yeah. That's, that's like white, that's white people nature. problems right there. Do I, <laughs> that's white people problems. Well, I'm saying it's not white people problems. White people have, that's what I'm saying. White people have so few problems that we've like made up our own. Like, oh, we have to go and be missionaries. Mm. Yeah. Boy, we, we've entered some, some heavy territory here. I'm I fine with it. it. No, I am too. I love it. It's something that needs to be talked about. People yeah. are skewed into thinking that them going to like spend a week or two somewhere and they're changing lives. And like, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. You're not, you're not maybe a little bit. You were, you were helping. You can, you were helping, but you, you have not been a life transformer because you went. And what I'm saying is like, I'm talking to myself because like in high school, whenever it was like, yeah, let's, we're taking a trip to, I'm just going to keep on mentioning Haiti because it feels like (laughs) everybody went, but like we go and it's like, Almost like, hey, did, like you're not a good Christian if you don't do this. Yeah, yeah. It, became, think, it became a guilty thing if you didn't go on a mission trip. Right? Yeah, and honestly, this is a great example. If you had gone on that Haiti mission trip, you would have not been able to do what I would say because I'm selfish is your <laughs> best mission work you've ever done, ever. And if uh, because you couldn't go to Haiti. You were in town whenever my dad passed away, and then you were able to literally like. Just be there. Yeah, just be there and like yeah. help someone who was like crippled. And it was a freak Dang. it was a freak accident that I couldn't go. Like yeah. my plane ticket got messed up and I there was nothing they could do about it because it was too close to time. Story. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was supposed to be in Haiti that week. Yeah. Like you were supposed to leave the day before. Yeah. And then you didn't. And the plane and the, the, the airline company like double booked the last ticket that was purchased, which was mine. And so I couldn't go or something weird like that. Yeah. And then I and then my dad and passed I, away you know, and he I was, was there. Yeah. And uh, I think we brought it up before. Lance is also lost his dad. So like there's that like bond there. Right. And so point being, I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying don't go help like in the mission field of like third world countries. Mm-hmm. It is great. Like whenever they go, they're doing great work. They're like helping with schools. They're like, like just being there for children. Like the children love that. And the people are genuinely love the help. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying don't fool yourself into thinking that like you go for a week and you've got 51 weeks off uh, from doing any <laughs> from sort being of missionary. Woo! Because that's good. Like you're, you, I think it's every day. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I feel like you're saying also be realistic about what you expect to happen while you're there. Like you're going to help totally. somebody move from like, you know, this close to Jesus to maybe a little closer you know, yeah. Through, yeah. through your relationship with them. But it, I, I, I wanted to pump up real quick Fellowship Church, which is on um, Middlebrook Pike here in Knoxville, Tennessee. They go to the same place in Mexico, like all throughout the year with different teams of people. That's cool. Think, yeah, so I it's think that's consistent. really cool. Yeah, like like a once a month kind of thing, it felt like when wow. I was when I was there um, playing in the band or whatever. 
Um, and we went and they were like, oh, you all are from fellowship. Like the people who were down there in Mexico. And we were like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, there's a group just here like a month ago helping us out with this and this. Yeah. And you know, that's cool. Yeah. I like yeah. that. It, but even the reason why you're pumping them up is because of consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like we, the only thing that's readily available for us to have like consistency is the relationships we have now. Um, because you're there. Right. Um, so that's why I'm saying, because I don't want here people to hear me and think like, wow, Logan doesn't think anybody <laughs> should go help third world countries because no, it's I'm, great. I'm with you. I just don't want you to get fooled into thinking that you're doing like just miraculous your, your life's things work in for one, one week. week. Yeah. Because odds are there's also somebody who lives there who is doing that and you're an instrument in helping that. So totally. yeah, like be like, be proud of yourself. But like, know that the work's not done, not there. And right. It's definitely not working, uh, not done here. Sure. So right. I think it's a lifelong thing. Once you've met Jesus, is just kind of living that sort of lifestyle and and um, not like you don't have to say Jesus' name to be showing people Jesus all the right. time. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Well, we got to wrap it up. Um, you let's play the game real quick. How much we got? I don't. Oh, we got yeah. We got like two or three minutes. Okay, let's play. All right, so we're going to transition. You're going to do a new. Uh, <laughs> we're going to transition song. from uh, way uh, serious topic um, to, to like the goofiest. No, no, no. <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, let's see. Uh, game show time. Oh, we'll God. stick with that. No, that melody's. It was taken. the best I could do on the spot. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So pretty much just to break it down. So I'm going to say a question. I'm going to give some answers. Uh, it's multiple choice, and you guys choose, and I'll tell you what's right. So. Okay. Um, but you guys have to agree on an answer because I can only push one. So okay, let's do like three or five. Okay, five. So which <laughs> rock star has Jennifer Lawrence been rumored to uh, been dating this year? Also, this is celebrity trivia, just for everybody. Which rock star has Jennifer star. Lawrence rumored to have what? been dating? No, she's this year. She's dating the director. Hang of, on. Uh, this okay. is from 2014. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that actually makes it harder. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, oh Adam gosh. Levine, Chris Martin, Dave Grohl. Oh, it's Chris Martin. Okay. Hang on. Uh, Fabrizio Moretti and Pharrell. It's Chris uh, I'll, Martin. I'll agree with Chris Martin. Chris Martin? Yeah. Oh, you got it right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought he was married. Which he was island, married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Which island nation is pop star Rihanna from? Uh, Aruba. Uh, I know this. One. Uh, Stop. Barbados. Say, Barbados. It's Barbados. I'm too good at this game. But I've got to say all the answers. Okay. So okay. Our go listeners for it. can also play. Okay. Ah, shoot. Sorry, guys. Haiti. Okay. Aruba, Aruba. Dominican Republic. Jamaica. Bahamas. Ooh, Jamaica. That's take the it. only options. What? Bahamas. Okay. Bahamas. Barbados is also on there. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course I knew it, it was is. a B name. Yeah. You ruined that for all of our listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I just got excited. Let him read the. Freaking answer. Do you know which <laughs> magical Italian city George Clooney and his new wife, Amal, decided to get married in? Rome, Florence, Milan, Venice, Lake Como. None of those are magical, by the way. They're all on Earth. I want to go with so, Milan. What are you thinking? Milan. Mulan. Yeah, Milan. Yeah. Nope. Venice. Ah, all shoot. Right. Um, what's Natalie Portman's actual last name? Oh. Um, Portwoman. Her... <laughs> Horowitz, Hirschlag, <laughs> Douglas, Portman. I think it's Portman. Wait, Portman's think, an option? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't think oh, she, a, I don't think she changed it. I don't think she did either. Portman. Portman. I like Horschlag. Or Hirschlag. One. What do you mean you like? What's the answer? It is Hirschlag. No! 
<laughs> That's why she changed her last name. It's the worst last name ever. Oh, Where is she from? It's H E R S H L A G. Wow. Schlag. H E double hockey sticks. <laughs> All right. Last saying. question. Last question. Um, <clears throat> hang on. I'm trying to get a good one. Do you all like that Coldplay with Chainsmokers song? No. I love that song. <laughs> okay. In what year did Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt get, get their lips done? What? Get together. Oh, get together. 2004. No, it's 2004 through 2008. Oh. Um, I think either 06 or 07. What year did Mr. and Mrs. Smith come out? Because <clears throat> that, that's when they got together on the set of that movie. All I know is Blades of Glory came out in 2007. Is. You do? Yeah. What are you looking at? No, Maybe it's 05. I think okay. it's 05. That was my No, was my I just gut. know what year that, that movie comes out. I don't know what year they got together. No, my my gut said 05. I'm with him. 05? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for joining us for 2014 Celebrity Trivia. <laughs> it's been a great time. Uh, I think our video just uh, went blank as well. So it did. It was good timing. Thank Happy you for joining us today. Happy New Year. Yeah. How long can you say that before? No, we can't. just went back four years to do celebrity freaking <laughs> trivia. Fair enough. Do whatever I want. Happy New Year. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, come to the open cord February 2nd. See Adam Whipple. That's right. February 8th. See Boys with Shirts and yeah. Night Colors. And the Monday Movement. And the Monday Movement. Yeah, bro. Shoot. This is a good show. That's a great show. Yeah. <clears throat> Three of my favorite bands, and I'm in one of them. It's so good, I went horse. <laughs> <laughs> come check it out. Thanks for listening. And uh, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, tell us stuff. I'm actually really upset that you talked through my horse joke because I whinnied just now. Sorry. Bye. Bye, Joe. <laughs> <laughs>